0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, the zone. We promise tickets at 8.30. Utah, Arizona State, Saturday night, 8 o'clock. You could watch on ESPN, or you could go to the game if you caller number 12 right now. 8.55-340-ZONE. 8.55-340-ZONE. Jake Hatch is standing by. Ready to give caller number 12 the tickets. 855-340-ZONE. All right. Time to bring in Jordan Simone right now. He is Arizona State's football radio analyst. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. Utah will be in a drought next summer. Smart Rain knows that the 2022 budget planning for most businesses is coming soon. Take advantage of the save now, pay later promotion, and do your part by saving water while saving money. Check out Best of State Award winner SmartRain at smartrain.net. Jordan, good morning. Good morning, guys. Happy to be on
1: the show with you.
0: Happy to have you here, and we were hoping you can enlighten us because we do not know what to expect in a game that Vegas is <laughs> lab- labeled a pick 'em. What do you expect?
1: Yeah. Man, I, you know, anytime there's a, a home pick 'em game, I, I think you, you lean towards the, the team that's visiting. Um, and obviously, I'm, I'm a huge homer for ASU, so take, take everything I say with a grain of salt. But, man, you know what? It's, it's funny. When, when you study this game, it's very similar to the 2019 Utah ASU game. But the personnel is flipped. So Utah in 2019 had a veteran team, you know, Bradley and I, Lecky Fotu, Tyler Huntley. They had um, Zach Moss. They were a, an experienced team with a good run game. They were, you know, mostly seniors. A lot of guys got drafted. And ASU in 2019 was opposite. They were a young team that was really talented, a young quarterback that had a lot of praise and, and high hopes. And, you know, hopefully when these young guys get the experience, they'd be that team. Now flip it in 2021. So ASU is the experienced team, and Utah is a young team with talent and a young quarterback that's got a lot of, you know, hope, and, and the, the university feels really good about it. So, man, it's, it's going to be a really fun game to watch, but it's amazing how these things flip. And, you know, obviously Utah's playing a lot of, talented freshmen that are making plays but I've always heard that the amount of freshmen you play are the amount of games that you're going to lose and so it's like you know if you're playing four freshmen you're probably going to lose four games that year because of those inexperienced mistakes
2: Jordan I think I might be the only one in the state of Utah who knows your career record as the color analyst is one and zero when you moved in for (laughs) random of a couple weeks ago
1: yep that is that is accurate man this is going to be my uh i'm actually calling this game too um so i'm i'm excited um you know i'll, I'll be uh be a color analyst so i don't know if that if that makes you a little bit more scared but man i'm looking to go 2-0 yeah
2: i know that because i listen to the uh, arizona sports i'm a phoenix guy i went to asu myself so i got
0: <laughs> oh
1: no way
2: yeah, yeah oh awesome. We're we had uh, we had you and Bercovici when we were down at Pac-12 Media. Uh, your I guess your senior years. We always broadcast down there, and I can remember you guys. I think yeah, it was both you guys who came yeah. on. Yeah,
1: that that was that a, a great weekend, man. We had a blast and meeting all you guys. Yeah. And and it's funny now, you know, being in the broadcasting world, it's um, it's, you just look at it, you know, obviously from a different point of view. But it's such a fun career, and I can see why all you guys love it so much.
2: For sure. Yeah, as as I look at this Arizona State team, uh, the the, the pass game has progressed this season, and uh, the run game with uh, them back is pretty good. Defense has been probably about uh, as good as we expected with the back seven guys. Uh, the, the thing that I think that has surprised me the most is in the interior. And the Devils, historically, have always had some pretty good skill guys, but up front has been uh, somewhat questionable. But the offensive line, to me, has really come together probably better than I expected. And the defensive line, when they had Lole go out with an injury, I thought that they were in trouble. And I think with guys like Tyler Johnson and some others, they've played better than expected. So I think the big story so far after six games, halfway through the season, is the line play on both sides. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when when Herm Edwards... Uh, took the ASU job that was his main that was his main goal was was let's get bigger and stronger on the fronts because you look at teams in the SEC or you know even the the Big Ten they've all got huge offense and defensive linemen big guys and so Herm that was his first goal was hey let's go let's go recruit only big guys at offensive line and they did that for you know three four years and now you're you're sitting here and you got a a veteran offensive line you know with with you know, a couple transfers that came in, but guys that, that play well together and they're well coached, you know, and so defensive line, you know, they have standards for who they're going to recruit at DN. It can't be anybody below six, four at, you know, at, uh, at D tackle can't be anybody below six three two eighty. 280 So they have these measurables that they go for when they recruit. And that's turned into what you see now is this uh, defensive line unit. That's, that, you know, done a good job of getting after the passer and, Tyler Johnson won a couple awards last week in the, not only at Pac-12 but nationally. So they've got the guys, they've got the skill and experience. It's now it's just you know rubber meet the road, and and you got to go make plays.
0: So then at tight end, they don't want anybody below six seven. <laughs>
1: You know, you you'd think, but I, I think they're they're a little bit loose there. I, I, I don't think they'd be mad with somebody who's six four or, or six <laughs> six.
0: <laughs> I bring it up because Curtis Hodges at six eight, and I know Gronk's an Arizona guy, but I mean he's a beast, averaging over twenty one yards per catch. That's a massive number for anyone, let alone a tight end.
1: Yeah, and it's probably even more. He's had three or four long passes called back. You know, a couple against BYU, a couple. Um, uh, two weeks ago, so he he's had even longer passes that got called back and touchdowns, and he's been a guy that I've been really impressed with. He stepped up big for ASU. They needed a, a pass catching tight end, and our offensive coordinator Zach Hill comes from a you know very traditional offensive style where they want to use tight ends in the pass game and blocking, and he's done a good job of blocking as well, which you you know you got to do behind a, a run game with with you know two really talented running backs.
2: Do you know the status of Fields and Lucas in the defensive backfield? Because I know that they got hurt, and that could be a blow.
1: Yeah, I think they're hopeful that they're going to come back. You know, I've heard that they've been practicing lightly. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know the extent of their injuries, but I, I do know that they're trying to get those guys back. You know, as, as best they can. Obviously, they're two, two major pieces of that, that secondary. And if they're not playing, then it's, uh, it's going to be trouble. But the good thing about this ASU team is that they've developed this next man up mentality. And, and I, I don't just say that they have depth. They have depth when they lost Jermaine Lole. They have, you know, guys that can step in and Shannon Foreman that's played there for two, three years as well. DJ Davidson, you know, they, they've got the the ability to rotate guys in. And it's the same with the secondary. Evan field didn't play against UCLA and Q Markham steps in and, and plays a hell of a game and, you know, didn't let any deep balls up and didn't make any, you know, um, crucial errors. So, They've got the guys to be able to step in and, and, you know, fill if these senior guys get hurt. And I think that's the mark of a of a really good team, a championship-caliber team.
0: So next man up sounds good, and every coach uh, says it, but is it really next man up if Jaden Daniels goes down? And I look at his 55 rushing attempts and think, man, is he getting hit a lot, or does he get out of bounds? Obviously, he scored against Stanford. Uh, does he get out so, of bounds? <laughs> Is he scrambling so on his own? Are they designing this?
1: Next man up mentality does not apply to Jaden Daniels. Let me make that very clear. No, we cannot have Jaden Daniels go down to if it's a significant drop off, and that's no disrespect to his backup. It's it's the amount of respect I have for Jaden Daniels. But he does such a good job of getting down and not taking contact of of, of not taking too many hits. If you watch uh, if you watch Dylan Dorian Thompson Robinson from UCLA, he takes a lot of bad hits, and he hurt his shoulder against Stanford a couple weeks ago, you know, so he, he wasn't running as smart. Whereas Jaden, since he's a freshman, he's always had this unique ability to, to get down when there's about to be contact. Know when the journey's over is what Herm Edwards likes to say. Um, and so he does a great job of doing that, getting out of bounds, you know, taking, taking what the defense gives him. And so a lot of those runs are scrambles, especially in the beginning of the year, because he didn't look comfortable sitting in the pocket. But as the games have have come and gone, he's gotten more comfortable sitting in the pocket, trusting his offensive line, because I'm sure when he watches on film, he's going, man, I'm breaking down the pocket and I don't even need to. So he does a great job. He's, he's, He's always been wise beyond his years in that aspect of the game.
2: The Devils had a fourth and one inside the red zone the other night against Stanford. They go for it, they don't get it. They later had like a 30-yard field goal, and Zendejas pushes it. He was their kicker, then he wasn't their kicker, now he is their kicker. Kickers have left, punters have left. Uh, how much concern is there as far as special teams go in scoring points for the Sun Devils?
1: Man, special teams has been a big issue for them. Um, I think they first, they played their best game on special teams probably last week. And I mean that in just they didn't turn the football, uh, you know, they didn't have a bad penalty or turn the football over. Um, So definitely a better game. And their special teams coach, Sean Slocum, comes from the NFL. He was actually my special teams coach when I was at ASU. He's an awesome coach. He's a great guy. And I know he'll get those guys right as far as the guys that have have left and come back. Then Dejas, you know, put his name into the NFL and then found out that he wasn't going to be, you know, drafted or picked up. And so now there's that new rule where you can come back to school. So, or I, I believe that's what happened. Don't quote me on it. Um, and then our punter left because he didn't want to get the vaccine. Um, and, you know, they were not making it mandatory, but mandatory here at Arizona State. So he, he didn't want to get the vaccine. And, and so he chose to transfer to Oklahoma. And um, So, yeah, we, we wish him the best. He was a stud. But our new punter is, uh, is, is solid as well. I mean, he's, he's money you know dropping the ball inside the 10 yard line so we got a we got a good group and they, they've gotten better you know every game
0: so as long as you're talking special teams you'd fans flinch a little bit because they gave up two kickoff returns for touchdowns in consecutive weeks kyle Whittingham commented how ridiculous that was and they have tightened up the act so maybe the problem is fixed but how good is the kick return game
1: well, DJ Taylor is a guy that in the beginning of the year, you would talk about potentially being, you know, an All-American punt returner and kick returner. But he made two crucial mistakes, um, one against UCLA and there was another one in the game. But but sometimes, you know, when you when you get that swag about you and that confidence, you try to do too much. And that's, that's exactly what he did. He tried to you know, catch the ball off a of bounce and it hit him, and it went right into the UCLA guy's hand with three seconds left in the first half, and they kicked the field goal. And you know, so it's it's stuff like that that our coaches are just like, man, we can't have that. That's unacceptable. Um, and and so DJ Taylor is a guy that I imagine they'll they'll put back there this week and give another chance, especially because of you know the tape of you know letting a couple uh, punt returns. So uh, you know, I'd imagine DJ Taylor is a, is a guy that you guys will you'll see his name this weekend.
2: Jordan, no matter what happens going forward from one devil to another, 70-7, brother.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I, I'm waiting for that uh, that performance here, that, that four-quarter game again from ASU. I don't know if it'll be this weekend, but I'm looking forward to an, an, an amazing game. And I always love playing at Rice-Eccles Stadium, man. There's, there's always something cool about that culture. And 66 games in a row you guys have sold out there. Um, so you guys have the the amazing fan base. And, I was impressed with BYU, too. I know that Utah guys don't like to hear that, but um, but uh, it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for coming on,
0: Jordan. We appreciate it. We know you got to make the charter, so hit the road. Thanks a lot. He didn't want to pile on the Wildcats there, PK. I can't imagine he didn't know the score, 70-7, to but he didn't pile on as fully. He got a giggle out of him. I was ready for some piling on. I was ready to no, throw the flag.
2: That, that, see, he's focused. He's yeah, a that's
0: what it is. Recent okay.
2: ex-player, so he's still got the entire player mentality because it's not that long ago that he played, and so his focus is on. He understands the magnitude of this game. This is a fun game. This is what you play for. All that cliche crap here. It's right before you, and it's gonna. I I believe it's going to be exciting. A bunch of twists and turns. I don't know who's going to come out ahead. I'm happy. I'm all. I'm okay with either team. Uh, a winning. If the Devils win, great for me. If the Utes win, great for us. And so uh, you go. That's my my take on it, and see what happens there. But yeah, I think he's he's viewing it as in, from an analytical thing, and you can't be rattled, man. Where you know the game is tomorrow, so you
0: you, you got to you're, you're you're all in right now. I think that's where <laughs> he's coming from. Oh man, he can't be. Only you can think about last December. He's not doing it. <laughs> Oh yeah, and in, one thing—what difference does it make to me? And one thing on Jordan, I was talking to him, getting him set up to join us yesterday. He's actually filled in for Jeff Rand Rap-, Rap Horse, who's normally the analyst, and he's this will be his second game actually sitting alongside Tim Healy up in the booth. He's been the sideline reporter most of the time. He's been As doing he has,
2: it. Yes, yeah, he did a game a couple weeks ago. I think uh, Van Rapp daughter was getting married. Correct. I think the story yeah. was, and Jeff—they call him Rapper. He yep. is the Rapper only Sun Devil quarterback who can claim he has a Rose Bowl victory he in fact was the quarterback of the Sun Devils kid out of San Diego in 1987 so that's his big claim to fame but some is a transfer from Washington State and uh, he's a very popular guy there worked his way up from nothing to be a starting safety and now he's doing the radio for the Devils
0: DJ and PK, Football Fridays are presented by Stonehaven Dental. At Stonehaven Dental, they say yes. Yes to free exams and x-rays for new patients and flexible appointments. Say yes to great dental care. Visit StonehavenDental.com to schedule an appointment. All right, PK, we got an update on the Grayson Allen jersey, and you are going to love
2: this.